1: Hello and welcome to the Stompcast of me, Dr. Alex George. This is the podcast where I go for a walk with a guest to take a little wander into their life. This week I'm stomping with Diane Buzzwell. Diane is best known as a professional dancer, Strictly Come Dancing, and for a fitness platform, Buzz Wellness. Diane reached the Strictly Final with her celebrity partner, Joe Sugg, in 2018. When leaving the show, Diane and Joe announced that they were a couple. Now Diane is branching into the literary world with her book, Move Yourself Happy which focuses on how to form healthy habits in 21 days. And on the topic of books, guys, please do go out and get a copy of the Mind Manual. This is the book that I've written to benefit all of your mental health. I believe the things in this book will help change your life for the good. So please do get a copy. I put everything into this book and I believe it can change lives. As the sun uh, comes out, which is a perfect moment, to say welcome to the Stompcast. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining
1: me. It's brilliant. We're good. We're doing another route, another lap of a similar route, I believe, that we did with the with Joe.
0: Yes, we are doing really a cool. similar route, but we're just going to minus the big hill. in Yes, there.
1: you promised me no hill in I this one. I promise you no hill. I love stomping up a hill, but <laughs> anyone that listened to the episode with uh, Joe Sugg, I was panting away. It's quite hard to speak and climb a significant incline we had to actually pause as a team at the top for like five minutes to breathe everyone was just like sweating and panting but it was worth a view
0: it's so pretty up there actually we've done it a few times as well when it's been like really snowing yeah so it feels like you're in another country It's amazing.
1: Well, we're having the first bit of spring. I feel at the moment. We had a bit of sunshine yesterday. It was Sunday yesterday, recording us on the Monday, and there's a bit of sunshine. We've had a little bit of cloud, but it feels like we're about to have that turn of the corner. And we're in a hoodie, not a thick coat. It feels like, come on, we're getting towards good weather.
0: I know, it, and it's like it's so amazing what weather can do to your mood as well. Like mm. this morning when I woke up and the sun was shining, I literally was sat on our like kitchen floor yeah. <laughs> where the sun was coming yeah. through yeah. The, the window and I just sat there and I was like smiling.
1: It just brings such a sense of optimism, doesn't it? And yeah. Hope. There's so much like, oh, I wonder what today will bring. When you look outside and you see gray weather, I saw a post of someone actually like last week who was saying, the post like grey, 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 just looking out. Um, Susanna Constantine actually actually came on the podcast. I saw her post and she was saying like grey, grey, grey. And it was just talking about how the the weather just flattens everything. It just takes all that kind of, a lot of that joy out. And I think we have had, it has been a tough few months. So anyone listening thinking, oh gosh, the weather's really got me down. I think it's affected a lot of people, Yeah. to be honest. So you're not alone in that, but there is optimism, I think.
0: Definitely, and I, I really noticed it when I moved over here from Australia, because obviously, in Australia we're so blessed with yeah. like amazing weather and ever since I was a little girl like mm. it just it was a part of my upbringing so when I moved over here and I was like mm. why is there so many days that they're so gray and like <laughs> cold and gloomy yeah.
1: we are so, fortunate to have the seasons here and I think we are blessed for that but yes, yeah, so I think when when a certain rainy season hangs around too long yeah. it does uh, does become frustrating where, where in Australia are you from
0: yeah. I'm from uh, western Australia western Australia yeah uh Perthway
1: Oh, nice, so, beautiful, yeah, absolutely really beautiful. Nice. Beautiful coastline and so on.
0: Oh my gosh, the the coast is what I miss the most, I think, about yeah. Australia.
1: I, um, I'd i love to, I've never been to Australia, but I would love to do a bit of a, a tour out there. It'd be fantastic. We oh, just go along the would, coast.
0: Oh, you would absolutely love it. I'd love to love take, my, mo- take
1: a motorbike and do a proper, like,
0: yeah. have the
1: have the backpack, have the top boxes on the bike, and just do a real kind of road trip. Oh, It's, it's so, so It's fun. honestly,
0: I recommend it to, to anyone. Especially Western Australia, I might be biased, but yeah. like going down um, down south, which is actually where I'm from. Mm oh it's just absolutely stunning
1: well we're not we're not in western australia at the moment no That's, we're uh, not can you tell us and just let people know who don't know where, whereabouts are we
0: <laughs> we are in we- i think yeah. it's called west sussex
1: Yeah, west sussex.
0: west sussex is is the uh...
1: on the way down to brighton way really isn't yeah it? kind of exactly on the, road, on yeah. the route down to, to brighton it's a beautiful part of the world this isn't it
0: so stunning it's um oh, i feel really lucky to have like these beautiful walks on our doorstep yeah and it is something that joe and i often do yeah. because it just makes us feel so good maybe not so good when we see big puddles like this
1: but. <laughs> <laughs> me and Rolo are going straight through it like, i was going to thinking of carrying him over it but it's oh, pointless because he will actually just jump in everything so just go straight over it, yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you're enjoying it around here
0: oh i absolutely love it it's so so lovely just the fresh air in, both of us are quite country yeah. people. Like mm-hmm. I grew up in the country, Joe mm-hmm. grew up in the country. So as much as I love going into the city mm-hmm. and like doing all my bits and bobs and, you know, I love the cities, but I just love the countryside yeah. a little bit more. <laughs> so It's
1: quite a contrast, isn't it? Because you're kind of, you're, uh, obviously I, I obviously don't understand exactly what it's like to be a professional dancer, but you you have very adrenaline kind of field Highs of the shows, you know, you're about to go on a Strictly tour. You kind of the audience is there, everyone's you know that buzz, and then you come to a very quiet area. Is that kind of an easy thing to do? Is it kind of part of me thinks, oh well, that might be actually really nice because you come and just like chill out, but also maybe you come back and go, oh, it's quiet here, but it was crazy there. Yeah,
0: know? no, you're you're exactly right. Like the the contrast for me is is so nice because Strictly is. It's full on, like I'm not going to like it's a um, tough thing to do as much as I absolutely love it. Like you're all your time and energy is consumed. I mean, it's one of the most watched shows in the mm. UK. So I'm wherever gonna you go, bit, Rolo, oh. you? <laughs>
1: it's deep mud. Keep you a little bit clean yeah
0: wherever you go people recognize you yeah. they you know want to talk to you about the show so it's, it's quite a lot and obviously being on tour and performing every single mm. night there is this adrenaline and you're always like pumped and ready to go so i think to come back here especially like after a tour after a season of strictly it's very refreshing because yeah. it just gives you that little sense of like whew, calmness Brandy. and um i think it I kind of need that in the mix of Strictly, which, you know, I love both worlds, but I think it's a good little contrast.
1: So you so you do in terms of Strictly then you've got your tours, your professional tour. So this is yes. this is basically option for people to see, the, you know, a the, the bit of taste of what Strictly is and those kind of dancing styles in live arenas, live venues. You kind of travel around the country. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. So we do a couple of tours um, a year and We did, the first one we did was the strictly live tour, Mm. which is in arenas around the country. Mm -hmm. That's at the start of the year. Then, um, and that's with our like celebrity partner. So um, I would still dance with my celebrity and all the other pros will as well. And then this is just the strictly professionals. Oh my gosh. Oh God, okay. I feel like I'm, mud, I'm completely ice skating yeah, right yeah, now. Hey, this is That's something I've balance. never really done. Maybe we should, maybe we go, maybe this maybe we go down go this way. Let's go here. <laughs> There's loads let's, of different tracks. You, you, Did Joe take you this way um, through this field? Do
1: you know what? I'll be completely honest. I know we came on this remember. route, but I can't remember. We I don't think we came off here actually, but let's just go for it. Yeah, like it's is, in a field. This is an
0: ice down here. It's
1: nice an field and actually Roller can come off his lead. He'll appreciate that. Oh, lovely. Look at him shaking off, he loves coming off to lead St- um, yeah, Oh yeah, so show, doing the, the now we're about partners. to do
0: the Strictly Professionals Tour, which yeah. is just us professionals dancing on stage for audiences. And um, I, I must say, I do love this tour because yeah. it's like, we get to really show what we can do. And no,
1: no offence to the slabs, we don't have anyone holding <laughs> you back. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, <laughs> so Joe, Joe
1: listed this Joe, Yeah, be like, I know. Go, Dave, hang on a minute. How dare you. <laughs>
0: no um i mean obviously i've been really fortunate with all my partners so they've been great to dance with but I, it, there's nothing like ballroom dancing yeah. with another professional so yeah. i'm really excited for that
1: yeah absolutely that sounds incredible and and so you're how many years down the line 2018 you're in the final wasn't it with joe is that right yes
0: 2018 yeah and a good
1: few years down the line um do you still dance together we do oh <laughs> do my gosh yeah dance?
0: we do he's um He like he's still very much a part of Strictly because he does the he does Strictly podcast Podcast, every week.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, so he's always there, and I feel like he's really cemented himself as like a a part of Strictly, and he watches the all the like runs and everything. So he. He's still around it and still understands it all very much. And he, he got really good towards the end, so it would be um, a crime if he didn't yeah. keep up some dancing yeah. with me.
1: He's trying to tell me that I should do it, but I've got like five left feet. So <laughs> do you actually? I no, hell, I yeah. think you
0: would be fantastic. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't, don't Everyone know says true. that
0: though. I mean, if you saw Joe on his very first day of rehearsal when I had to teach him, I was like, there is no hope we're going out. We're going out even before week one, <laughs> because he was absolutely like, I thought, God, what, what am I going to do with him?
1: He's <laughs> quite a determined person but though, isn't he? he yes, yeah, it was, he like was really it.
0: determined, worked really hard. And I think that is like the, the best thing in a partner mm. to have that yeah. is if they just think, okay, you know, I might not have it now, but I will get it. So, and that was, that was typical him.
1: Is it something you can learn? Do you think someone can, do you think at, like, you know, almost anyone can learn to dance to a level? Is it something like, you know, for someone at like me who's never danced at all in their life, yep. do you think it is something genuinely that you could pick up and become okay at, you know?
0: I mean, genuinely, I do think anyone can pick up some form of dance. I think the one big thing that is really hard to teach is musicality, okay so uh, like keeping a rhythm. Okay. That's something that's like not really teachable if you don't have that musical ear. Yeah. steps and like where you put your arm and all that stuff, yeah, hundred percent that anyone can learn that. Yeah. but whether you can stay in time to the music, it's that's the matter. like other oh, that's that's the hardest bit, I think and um, i've been really fortunate that all my partners have been quite musical yeah never danced before but all had a musical right. ear so, you so kind of
1: like, obviously joda obviously does so things like that you can if you can hear the music then you yeah if helps, you can yeah. hear the
0: music it's like you're you're halfway there maybe there's
1: so hope then i can i can hear exactly music. if
0: you hear music then you can you can dance
1: maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe there's hope for everyone there who's, is who's the best not actually a person that you've um danced with but who do you think has been the Best celebrity that you've seen. I've been like, wow, they're actually really good. Over the years,
0: Ooh. there's been so many. I, you know, my personal favourite is when you get someone say like bill bailey
1: mm-hmm. oh, and yeah, you kind yeah. of Fantastic. look at him and go
0: well he's not going to win yeah do you know what i mean like you yeah. you, put, you, you straight yeah, away yeah, yeah. You put him in judge, a category yeah. of you know he'll do well but i don't think he'll win it yeah. but he just came out and surprised everyone week after week and i love that fact about strictly is when someone comes out and surprises you and yeah. you think that they probably aren't going to win it but then they go and just go amaze and you smash it, yeah. so I think Bill Bailey was probably one of my faves actually. yeah I think
1: everyone loved him for that yeah he was brilliant I think people in life um with most not just even dancing shows or anything but in general in life people like an underdog they like yes. people let's like see people kind of have that story and it feels like that's a lot of the show isn't it having yeah,
0: that story yeah it is yeah and I, making
1: the effort I think isn't it you see people trying really hard they exactly. fail exactly if they've tried and people always respect that don't they come here then Rolo he can't make the big turn. Oh, that's for sure. Back on so the lead. Cute. It's nice. He's, he's, he loves coming. I, actually, to be fair, I mean, a lot of the stomp cast listeners will know he doesn't come to a lot of the stomp cast. So ah. now, now the weather's definitely getting a little bit better, and things yeah. bring him along, and he's, he's actually enjoying it a lot. Oh, he's that's Behaving lovely. mostly well. He's uh, he reads the room relatively well, does not he? Really, don't bark too much when <laughs> we're talking. He's very well mannered. So cute. So when will the next uh, season get kicking off?
0: so uh, the professionals start in the end of at the end of july Mm -hmm. and then from there like it's we do all the pro numbers first before the show like actually airs Mm -hmm. and then um september all the celebs start with us and we get given our partner and then basically from early september all the way through to december is is like proper Strictly season so and it, it comes around so quickly yeah I guess why one
1: thing ends you're on to the next
0: yeah but I genuinely love it like every year I, I feel like I fall in love with Strictly even more and more like That's it amazing. is quite a magical show and I'm just That's really kind of
1: what you want lucky
0: it? to be a part of it
1: I'd love to know a little bit about where your passion from for dancing came from so kind yep. of talk to me about your childhood was it kind of what kind of caught your attention so you know what, like, this is how i want to spend my life or this is what i'm so passionate about
0: it was definitely my brother who got me into dancing he's a dancer himself mm-hmm. and he's older than me and i used to go and watch him mm-hmm. practice and i used to see like how much fun he was having and yeah. how much he loved it and how much he couldn't wait to go to like dance class and obviously i just picked up on all of that and um he used to look after me for the no. horsey oh my gosh so gorgeous such
1: a lovely noise that's oh, like it's tomorrow, isn't it isn't such it? a
0: beautiful noise um he used to actually take me to dance class with him it's most of the time just to to sit and watch mm. because um I, he was looking after me and he'd he sure. have his classes so i'd go sit and watch and i just i don't know the music seeing like the girls in their pretty dresses and their pretty little dance yeah. shoes i was like oh this is this is great, and then I did my first class at like four and a half years old, mm. and um, the guy who was teaching me was like to my mum, she's, she's naturally very good, um, and it, I mean, not, not that that really mattered, it was more the feeling that I got, and I, I just loved it, and I never had to be like pushed to go to dance class, or like told, oh, like get ready, you're going to dance class, and I would have like a meltdown about it. I, I genuinely loved it,
1: something about finding that passion isn't it where like you do obviously there's times i'm sure where you're like god I really I'm so tired today or I'm sore or like maybe I need maybe I don't feel 100% like it today but yep. in general having something that you just are passionate about it just makes such a difference also not just in terms of enjoying it but achieving as well I think that's I go on about it a lot with I speak to kind of kids at school and stuff it's trying to really follow I mean people say oh follow what you're passionate about follow but it's so true because if you enjoy something you're mm-hmm. probably going to get pretty good at it
0: yeah exactly I, I 100% believe in that and my parents were always very much like if you do want to stop then that's fine they always made us like reassured that they were never pushing us to do something it was always out our passion and um they were always really keen on us having something like a hobby to keep us sort of entertained and to keep us kind of moving and that kind of thing which was really good um but you're right like there are sometimes even i think now like if i'm going to do a show or whatever and i'm feeling really tired before the show or I'm just like, oh, I'm really not in the mood to dance. But the minute I start, I literally forget about all that. Mm. So it's just that pre sort of bit where I go, oh, I'm feeling like, I don't know. I really don't feel like doing a show. But yeah, the minute it comes on and you're in front of this incredible audience and you're doing what what you love, I I forget about it. The show's over before I, I know it. And then after the show, I feel on top of the world like i feel amazing like so, kind an of
1: endorphin yeah buzz.
0: exactly exactly so yeah it's pretty um, it's a pretty cool feeling and it's it is really nice to have that actually i think i'd probably really struggle if i didn't have something that i could go and do and it makes me feel so good
1: yeah i think having that in your life is an antidote to everything else as yeah. well isn't it because it kind of that positivity that kind of feeling that you have then has a knock-on effect in dealing with everything else because you know you've got something that can really help you kind of take your mind off things enjoy things i think that's why having like a passion having something obviously it's become your career but it doesn't have to be for people but it's like painting whatever it yes. is have something that gives you that sense of like oh, i feel really really good because you can yeah. fall back on that in the bad times as well as you know enjoying it in the good isn't it oh
0: 100 no i love it And there was like a a point in time where I actually stopped dancing for a bit. Yeah, it was- um, How old were you? It was like, I was, what, in my late 20s actually. And uh, it was basically like, I couldn't get work as a dancer. I had been touring with this dance company since I was uh, 21.
1: this is out in Australia now.
0: Yeah, so I was living in Australia, I got this job, Dancing on a, on a show that I I always dreamed to dance on, and it was a touring show, so I was really lucky. I got to tour the world. Like Just my dancing first... the
1: stars? No, so this
0: was a show called Burn the Floor. I see. And I toured around with them for probably about six, or maybe four years at this point, um, four or five years, and then at one point, the sort of there was a there was no work on yeah. with the show, so it wasn't really touring. Um, And I was in a bit of a pickle because I I wanted to keep performing and dancing, but there was just nothing out there for me. So I went home and it was probably about close to a year that I actually had no dance work and I wasn't dancing. Mm. And it really got me down. But that's when I sort of found yoga, Pilates, all that kind of stuff, which was kind of a lifesaver for me because I found another way of moving my body and sort of getting the feeling that dancing does give me in just another form. But if I hadn't have had that, I, like I, honestly, I was, was a bit of a mess for a bit. And I was like, I need to do something here to, to make myself feel so better. So did you
1: recognize that time, like I'm starting to like, I don't feel good. Was there like a bit of a kind of, was it a quick realization or was it like a gradual feeling that something wasn't quite what you wanted it to be?
0: I feel like it was quite a quick realization. Mm. I'm quite, um, I feel like I'm pretty in tune with like my body and I, I go, I Just I really sensed that it was definitely due to like not moving my Mm. body nowhere near as much as I was Mm. doing like in all these years that I'd been dancing. And I sort of took all that for granted, I feel like when it's taken away from you, you go, Wow, like that is what I need to to make like my mental health good and um
1: and that was the kind of that we're going to talk about move yourself happy in the second part but that guess was the the basis maybe for that thought perhaps not to put it into to a thing but like hearing you say that it feels it makes a lot of sense why you wanted to write about something oh yeah
0: 100 percent. it was it definitely one of the like it was a no-brainer for me just because i i've seen it firsthand of what my mental health did when i wasn't moving as opposed to moving and i just think for someone even like what we're doing now just to get out and go for yeah. a walk can make That's you glorious, feel so much better about your everything. day your <laughs> life yeah about everything it's a moment to like switch off from the world it's a moment to like take in things that you never would take in like so yeah i i, I really do encourage it
1: a lot so then when you kind of got back into the flow with with dancing what was the next what happened next
0: when I got back into the flow of dancing, I like I loved I loved it. Got really excited again to be on stage, and it was like just a real amazing moment for me. And lots of amazing stuff happened actually after that. Um, that's when I kind of got my first UK tour, and I also got um, Strictly Come Dancing. So. Yeah. There was all these things that after this, like, sort of that moment of my life where there was like a year where I wasn't really dancing, and I was like, actually, I thought to myself, maybe I'll never dance again, which like was very traumatizing for me because it's been my life forever. And there was something in me, like, because I'm also a hairdresser by trade, and um,
1: And you have your wonderful red hair as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. And my mum and dad were like, Dai, I think you need to start working again. And I, I think, you know, why don't you go back to your hairdressing roots and all this? And I Excuse said- Excuse the
1: pun, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was adamant that I was like, no, I'm not gonna go back to hairdressing because I feel like if I put myself back into hairdressing, which I do love as well, but not as, nowhere near as much as my dancing, for me i'm putting in the universe that i'm now done with my dancing and this is now my career uh... so i was like no i'm not i'm just going to get sort of a job where i can kind of go into when it's not going to be an issue if i leave because with hairdressing if you go to a salon that it's not nice for you to go there and then be like i'm only going to do this for a few weeks and then i'm going to leave you so i decided against the hairdressing and just do like a job where it was no big deal if I left. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. And I reckon about three weeks later is when I got offered to come over to the UK and do um, actually Giovanni's tour, which he's a part of Strictly. And um, when I was doing that tour, the producers of Strictly came to watch and you know one thing led to another. They asked me to be a pro on wow. the show. And I'd only gone wow, over wow, to the wow. UK for like, what three months to do this tour, and it, it's ended up being this is You've my seventh it. year. <laughs>
1: wow. So that's an amazing story, though. Yeah. Isn't it? Because so I think so many people, you feel like giving up and think that's it, and you could have. You could. Yeah. I'm not saying it. What it was good. I and mean, sometimes I do think it's important to learn. Like this is not going the way. Maybe it is time to change. But yeah. to do it when you're absolutely sure that you're right, exactly. it's right for you. But you kind of decided, no. Do you know what? I'm going to push on, and then all of a sudden, you almost couldn't imagine. When the space of twelve months, if you just told yourself, Dan, twelve months ago, don't worry, you're going to be doing strictly or whatever. You, I don't know, maybe you thought, no, I'm going to do it, or whatever. But there's probably a part of you that was worried that would never happen. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was. And then was. all of a
1: sudden, all of a sudden, these things change so quickly. It's important for people to hear, and I hope listeners were just climbing over, to, over, it, over. It. What do you call it? It's not a um, turnstile. What do you call it again? Yeah, a stye. Yeah, no, I that's don't mean, know what a mean. A stye saying in your eye. Um, but it could be, is it a star? God, this a time we've walked over a lot eye. of these. Now our listeners are going to be giving me some stick for that. Sorry <laughs> about that guys. Um, but I think it's important. I hope people listening can kind of feel that or, or from that story, take that point that sometimes you feel like giving up is never going to happen. And then the next thing you almost can't believe that you nearly gave up.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm just so grateful for the fact that in my head, I was so like determined that, because I knew that I wanted to keep dancing that probably for me, the easier option at that point was to just go into hairdressing. I would have got a lot more money at the time. I would have been doing a job that I felt better. Like the job that I took in the end for like that little period, I absolutely didn't like, like, it wasn't (laughs) like I wanted to be there. Which made
1: you love the dancing even more when you got it. Yeah,
0: exactly. deep down I knew that no something will come up I will get an opportunity to dance again and and then yeah here we are like it was a massive opportunity so
1: well I hope yeah as I say I think it's a brilliant note to to end of and I I feel inspired but I hope everyone feels inspired by the fact that sometimes you've got to keep putting your intention out there keep moving towards it keep working at it and you never know what sprinkle of luck or opportunity or chance might come your way and you just grasp that, don't exactly. you, with both hands and go for it.
0: And also like those knockbacks and the, uh, like the nose and all that kind of thing, it only makes it when you do eventually get what you're after, just makes it so much sweeter. And, you know, actually the knockdowns, I always say they're not like a, they're not like a rejection. It's just a, I think something that moves you more towards your goal in a yeah. way.
1: Absolutely. Well, as we climb over the next start, we believe that's <laughs> <Stye>. correct. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: say thank you to everyone for joining in, in part one. I know you'll have enjoyed the first part of this uh, somecast episode, and I'll see you shortly in part two. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers.